Hi there. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast. My name is Glenda and I am your host. And today's episode is about being truly, sincerely, genuinely happy for others. I'm sure that we all have encountered situations where we have other people that are doing amazing things, our friends, our colleagues, or they've been hugely successful with their careers, or they might even be going on a holiday and we, we haven't been on one for years and years and, and we're, we're feeling, hmm, might be, is the word jealous, could be, or envious. And I think that's quite normal, but really I think it's so important that we are genuinely happy for others as we, I'm sure, have experienced where people are really, really happy and excited for, for something that happened in, in our life, right? So we shouldn't worry about people that aren't happy for you because probably not very happy for themselves either. You know, recently I've, I've encountered this with a few colleagues and not necessarily close friends, but you know, I had something, I, this is an example. When I, uh, I, I bought a, a new car, I hadn't had a new car for 14 years, drove the same one and, uh, got the most amazing, amazing 2022 hybrid vehicle. And there were so many people that were genuinely, genuinely happy. And I did a video on it, posted it on uh, social media. And, and like I say, there were so many people that were genuinely happy that I, that I was able to get this new vehicle. But there were a couple of others that were, you know, when people say, oh, must be nice. What does that mean? Of course it's nice. Whether, you know, someone gets a new car or they buy a new house or they get a new dress or new job. So when people are like, oh, must be nice. Of course, you know, they're like, oh, well, so wow, you must be pretty rich, eh? And I'm like, um, no, well, I am rich, rich in many, many other ways than with finances. Um, but no, I was, I was very blessed because, um, my mother and father, when they passed, they left me, um, some money that I specifically targeted and kept and invested for a new vehicle, because I knew that the, the vehicle I had was eventually going to be going. And when my mechanic said, okay, we have fixed this vehicle and fixed this vehicle and now it's time where it's going to cost you more than the vehicle is worth, Glenda. And I'm like, okay. So again, people going, oh, must be nice. It's like, I'm getting ready in the next, uh, oh, next month to go on a vacation. And wow, how many friends have I seen over the last several months that, and they were brave, I thought, and courageous that they took the chance and, and of course that, you know, with everything that was going on with the pandemic and going to other countries, I know many, many people that went to Mexico, I'm going to go be going to Puerto Vallarta and, 
uh, several of my colleagues and friends have been there and, and, and given me lots of advice and, and cautioned me, you know, made sure that, you know, wear a mask and, you know, they're not as advanced as we are here in Canada. And, um, anyway, I was so excited. Like, you know, when people are posting pictures of their vacations, of course you feel like, oh, I wish I could be there too. But it wasn't that I begrudged them their holiday or their vacation. For all of us, we, any of us that we've wanted to go traveling and of course we couldn't. And I know in my case, in when my mom and dad were still alive, they lived in British Columbia. And so over a, about a 35 year period, I went to, from here in Alberta to Vernon, British Columbia twice a year. And, oh, and also I had one opportunity in 35 years to go to Las Vegas for a short trip for a convention. And so during those 35 years, how many of my friends and family and colleagues I saw go, whether they were going to Hawaii or to Cuba or to Arizona, Mexico, wherever they were going. And of, of course, I, I so wished I could go, but circumstances were in my life that um, I couldn't afford to go. And I also had, you know, commitments here at home and it just wasn't feasible for me. So several years ago, I guess about three, no, four years ago, three years ago, pardon me, when um, um, I had uh, lost my parents, both of them within a year, and they, um, I was pretty down and not doing so well. And, you know, my, a couple of my friends said to me, Glenda, why don't you, why don't you get away? You know, and I'm like, oh yeah, well, getting away, that's really going to make a difference, isn't it? And they're like, well, you know, it might be nice just to go someplace warm and relax, lay on a beach, have some margaritas, just some, some self-compassion, some self-care. You deserve it, you know. Um, we know, you know, that you haven't really been anywhere except British Columbia and your big trip to Vegas once in the last 30, 35 years. And, and you deserve it. You've worked hard. And so, you know, I went... Mm, maybe they're right. And maybe it will give me a little bit of a, a lift or help me to feel just better about life. And so I, I indeed, I booked my first vacation and I went to Puerto Vallarta. I can't say enough about my first trip. I, I hadn't been to a fancy resort and all-inclusive it was, it was like being in heaven. I remember when I first arrived at the resort, the first thing that I did after dumping my suitcases in, in my beautiful, beautiful um, room was I went to the beach and stuck my feet deep, deep in the sand. And it, again, I'm like, I'm in heaven. I'm absolutely in heaven. And so every day for the next week, I'd, I was just like a little kid at my, my first uh, going to Disneyland for the first time. And I was so excited. And I, I posted pictures of absolutely everything, pictures of the resort, many pictures of the ocean, of the sand, of the different places that I went. I visited a library, took many, many pictures. And, and there were so many people that were, again, 
genuinely, genuinely excited and, you know, posting and saying, oh, can't wait to see what you're doing tomorrow and, and be sure to let us know. And, you know, maybe you should go here and, oh, love that you're um, having, look at the size of that margarita and just the most wonderful, wonderful, supportive, encouraging comments of people that were so very happy for me because indeed they knew I hadn't been away much and that I was like a, a little kid at my first birthday party in Disneyland. And it was, it just meant the world to me because it was like I had taken everybody with me on my vacation. And, you know, sometimes we notice that there are many, many, many people excited and happy for us. And then there's others. They don't even comment. You think, hmm, what's that about? Now, they could have been busy. Maybe they were on a vacation by themselves or maybe they just had nothing good to say because whatever, they weren't very happy for themselves or maybe they were going through a rough time or maybe they were like me for where I couldn't afford to go anywhere except to Vernon, British Columbia twice a year to visit my parents. And so, you know, it really got me thinking about how it, how we are when others succeed, when someone gets a new job or they, um, they get a, they buy a new house and it's out of this world. It's something that we would so, so love to be able to buy or, or a new car or anything just something that they are super, super happy about, super proud. And I guess what I'm saying is, you know, when people are like, oh, must be nice. Well, we don't know how hard those people worked to buy that new home or that new car or that new dress. So we're often, um, you know, thinking, well, how lucky are they? But again, they don't know about for for our experiences on our first new car or the first trip that we took to a foreign country that we'd never been before they don't know always how hard it was for us and how we had to save for different and take different things out of our budget in order to be able to do that um again people have, you know, just make assumptions. And I've even had people say, oh, well, you know, what, are you loaded? Or, and I'm like, well, yeah, I'm loaded all right, but it certainly isn't with cash. So let us be mindful about our feelings, our genuine feelings of happiness for other people. And let us be conscious of, of our own feelings, because I've read this article and it was about how to stop being jealous and envious of other people's success. And I, and again, I think this is pretty normal. I'm sure that we have all been there where we've, you know, maybe where we've had low self-esteem or we're doing an unfair comparison. Maybe we might be seeking validation or, or, you know, we remember that success is not a finite resource. I have seen people that have been 
hugely, hugely successful. They worked hard. They deserved their promotions or whatever it was, the success that they had. And then life turned around for them and it, it was not their success. Like it was not finite, right? So it's important that we are grateful for what we have, what we have worked for, what we have done to earn, whether it's a brand new car or to take a trip to a, a hot vacation destination and to celebrate our own achievements, our own successes. And, and again, not to compare to others. I know myself, I can't possibly, uh, you know, I know people that have, have gone on $50,000 vacations and, and they've gone to Europe and they've been on cruises and they, and I'm just like, well, not that ain't happening in my lifetime because I, I could never, ever possibly, unless I guess if I won a lottery, but if I was spending $50,000, on any type of vacation, cruises, or going to Europe or Australia or anywhere, you know, the, the greatest thing would be to take someone with you or to have someone to enjoy that your time as you experienced something so amazing as, I can, again, I can't imagine for me ever being able to spend $50,000 on, on anything. And, you know, Again, it can be, it, sometimes it can be difficult for us to be happy for, for others, but it's important that we, we overcome those envious feelings or tendencies um, and, and to genuinely feel positive, to be happy. And because, you know, we also have things that, that we have done, that we have achieved and have had people that are very, very happy for us, regardless of their circumstances. They're just happy about our success. So again, here is a, a few tips on ways that we can be less envious of, of people around us and and which, you know what? It will also help us to be a happier person. And that is the first and foremost, you know, stop comparing. What's the saying that comparison is the thief of joy? And so if we're always comparing that, oh, look at, they have a better car, they have a go on more vacations, they have a bigger house, they have a better job we're going to end up being very, very unhappy people. And I think that it's, it's one more thing is that it's important that we are positive and that we're proactive and that will help us to build the life that we want. And also, you know, failure is normal, but I mean, no one likes to fail, but I think through failure, we learn our greatest lessons. And when we get back up from our failure, we are moving ourselves forward in a positive, proactive member, um, manner. And 
you know, again, going back to, you know, when we're feeling a little down or maybe slightly envious about something, some success of someone, especially if we're really going through really rough times ourselves, it's, I think it's so, it's imperative that we don't begrudge other people's happiness because we certainly don't feel good about it when other people are say things to us like, oh, must be nice, where it sounds like they're begrudging our happiness or something that we say for, or we've worked for, or we've gone without other things so that we could do whatever that was, go on that vacation or buy that new vehicle. And so, you know, green, although is a beautiful, beautiful color, it isn't something that is good for us to be is green with envy, you know, it will show through. And I don't think it's great to have a reputation as being seen as a jealous person. It's, I think, more important when, when people can say, you know, she's always so happy for others. You know, she's been through tough times herself, or he has been, yet he is so helpful to others. And even when he's struggling on himself, he's genuinely happy about the success for others and of what they're doing, what they're achieving, what they're accomplishing. And so I think it, again, that we don't need to be comparing ourselves or validating ourselves or our own feelings. Um, through, through others, it's, it's important that we are, we, of course, for Val, why are we validating ourselves? Let's just genuinely be sell, be, um, happy for ourselves for our own achievements, our own accomplishments, our own successes as well, while we are being happy for successes of others. And that we celebrate those successes, the successes of our friends, our colleagues, as well as ourselves. And, you know, it's also, we have to be careful because, you know, we don't want where if we are talking to a friend that we know is going through a really rough time, you know, they're, they're struggling financially, or perhaps one of the spouses lost a job and we know we know that they are really, really, um, their finances, that they're really in trouble. So, you know, it's not a great thing to then be sitting and going, oh, did I tell you we're going on a vacation? Oh, and also we're going to be buying a new car. Well, that's kind of like flaunting your success. So, you know, it's just might be better at those times to just to, you know, keep, keep those things quiet and, to not flaunt our own successes when we know that somebody is genuinely going through a rough time. And, you know, there will be opportunity and to encourage people when they are down and out, whether it's about their finances or about their career or perhaps their marriage, they've been struggling in here. We may have the most beautiful, romantic, wonderful marriage in the world. And so we have to be conscious 
that if another friend is going through a very, very rough times, a breakup in their relationship, or they're having a very, very, very challenging, uh, going through a challenging divorce, that we're, we're supportive and that we just keep our own success you know, we can be gentle with, with if it's somebody that we love and, and we know that they want us to be happy regardless. But again, we need to be aware and conscious that just like we would want someone to be aware and conscious of when we are going through really rough times. And so let's be grateful for what we have and not compare ourselves to to others. I know friends of mine have been fixing their houses and and doing all kinds of construction and renovations and well, I'd like to be able to do those things as well. But I have to save and and you know and when I am able to do those things, it's just like I feel like I won the lottery because I know how much effort, how much saving, what I had to sacrifice in order to be able to do these things. And, you know, this is something else that's really important. Your worth. It doesn't depend on others or, you know, the value of their, their things. Let's just say things or their lives. Um, And, you know, we can be inspired and motivated by other successes. And I don't like the word should, but I believe this is applicable. We should be happy and inspired by other successes, right? And it's all, it's, this is hard sometimes to be, especially if we're down and out or we've had, you know, some tragedies or we've had some things go really, really wrong or failures in our life. And, and it's really hard to be confident in the future. Quite often we we're just like, Oh, doom and gloom. And, and then, you know, you look back and, and we've been there before we've walked in those shoes. And if we can, while we're down and out, remember that we made it through other failures and through other tragedies and to recognize that, that it's so important to be happy for others, even when we're going through rough times and, but to remember to always have hope and to remember we've made it through other failures. We've made it through other things before and it can seem so far off. And, and when we're down and out like that, it can be easy to be angry or to be envious or to feel negative emotions or like life is not fair. There's an absolute injustice. Why can other people be so happy and have other successes? And, and, you know, that really doesn't do a lot to make ourselves positive or to help us remind us about being grateful, grateful, you know, often gratitude. When we, when we look at the the littlest things that can truly be the biggest 
things, right? It isn't. And besides things, that's why I keep using the word things. Things are exactly that. When we leave this world, we don't take our things with us. And I'm learning from the younger generation that they don't want our things. They do not want the baby boomers. Oh my heavens. We collected and bought and we had our parents stuff and we had our stuff and it's stuff, stuff, stuff. So when, you know, my friends are trying to, or myself, I'm offering to younger individuals, you know, I'm like, oh, I have this beautiful pinwheel crystal dish. And they're like, what's pinwheel? That pinwheel crystal. And I'm like, what? And of course I'm going, oh yeah. Or they'll say to me, no, I'm good. My, my mom's got that pinwheel crystal stuff too. And she keeps trying to give it to me. And no, I, I'd rather go to Europe. I'd rather go, um, like white water rafting. I'd rather have wonderful experiences and, and build memories with my family and, and for my children rather than buying another thing. And of course I have learned this now that I'm getting up there and trying to declutter my home. I too am going, you know what? I need to get rid of all this stuff. So I give it to charity and, and, um, and I too now want to be having experiences rather than stuff. You know, I've said, I've got more clothes than I don't know how many women. And I'm like, how many clothes can one person have? So in closing today, again, a reminder about, don't worry about the people who, who aren't happy for you, because again, they're probably not happy for themselves either. And if you're going through a rough time, you know, let the happiness of, of someone else that is, is having success or just got a new car or was able to secure a mortgage for their new, new home. And that will carry you, that happiness, being happy for someone else's success, I think is, is um, yeah. So we can concentrate on being happy for other people's success. And then guess what? When we have our successes or our vacations, or we get to buy a new home or a new car or a new dress or a new anything. And if we're genuinely happy, there will be others that are genuinely happy for us as well. So being happy for ourselves, being secure, being confident, and also extending that respect, that happiness for others that are achieving success as well. That to me is a measurement of success. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Keeping It Real podcast. I'll be back again next Sunday with another topic. I'm hoping in the near future to start being able to have some guests on the show because I, I know a lot of incredible people that have a lot of great information to share, whether it's about marketing, whether it's about life, whether it's about 
happiness. I know someone that I want to, that has a happiness project. Being happy for others is one of the things that, that um, is part of the happiness project. So again, thank you so much for joining me. And um, remember, a compassionate, compassionate tomorrow begins with us today. Thanks again. Take care. Stay safe. Be kind. And always stay amazing.